0: How'd the rookie quarterbacks do in their NFL debuts over the weekend and the, the Saints approach finding Drew Brees' successor the right way this offseason Ross Jackson from Locked On Saints is going to join us in a full preseason week 1 wrap up. It's all coming up on this edition of the Locked On NFL podcast. It's the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
1: You are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network,
0: your team every day. Yes, welcome into the show. I'm your host, Bo Brock, daily host of Locked On Arizona Cardinals. Check out our YouTube page and, of course, now Locked On NFL, the Locked On NFL podcast. We have a YouTube page. Please subscribe. Check out all our great daily content uh, follow along on Twitter at Lockdown Network. Follow me. Pity follow. Appreciate it. At Locked On. No, I don't have a Lockdown handle. At B-O-B-R-A-C-K. I'm all over the place. I'm giddy that I just watched a full weekend of NFL preseason action. Does that make me sick? Yeah, it probably makes me a little sick, but I'm gearing up for fantasy football and you should do that as well. If you have any fantasy football questions that you need answered before your draft, don't miss Locked On Fantasy Live Wednesday, August 18th at 9 Eastern, streaming on the Locked On NFL YouTube page. Subscribe now so you don't miss it. Our uh, stable of fantasy experts will answer all your questions live. Submit them ahead of time at Lockdown Network. On Twitter, so big show on tap for you. How'd the rookie signal callers fare in their first pro action? Who showed out? Lawrence Wilson, Lance Fields. I know your boy Q and Chris Carter broke down the performance from Mac and Cheese McCorkle Jones, uh, his Thursday performance on Friday's episode of the Lockdown NFL podcast. Also, we get a uh, some insight from our guy Peter Bukowski on Jordan Love's pro debut. He didn't see any action in his first year out of Utah State as a first-round pick for the Green Bay Packers. And then, yeah, we get into that conversation about the New Orleans Saints. Six turnovers from the Saints in their first exhibition game against the Baltimore Ravens. We'll see if Ross Jackson is hovering his hand over that panic button just yet. But let's get into it. All the action from over the weekend. It actually started on Friday night. A trio of games, the Tennessee Titans... Took out the Atlanta Falcons. Both teams shying away from playing any of their starters, but the uh, battle for um, Ryan Tannehill's backup position. Oh, it was raging the other night. Matt Barkley, a decent uh, performance. Barkley was five for eight. Logan Woodside, also decent game. Both of them threw touchdown passes. We didn't see Kyle Pitts, the fourth overall pick, the tight end out of Florida, but we did see Felipe Franks, his former quarterback, uh, he finished his college career at Arkansas, and he struggled mightily for the Falcons as Matt Ryan and the starters sat. Two for nine, 16 yards. He did have four rushes for 76 yards. The Bills, they sat Josh Allen. He was a DMP. We did see Jake Fromm lead a game-winning field goal kicking drive for the Bills as they beat the Lions 16-15. to The big news in that game, Jared Goff, seven for nine in his Lions debut, 56 yards. Penny Sewell, though. The first round pick allowed a sack. Fellow draft class member Gregory Rousseau. Also on Friday night, it was the Arizona Cardinals. They took out the Dallas Cowboys, Dak and Kyler Murray. Both did not play, but it was Matt Prater. He was going four for four, including the game winner as time expired. Micah Parsons, four tackles in the loss. Other preseason action we had it was the Chicago Bears taking out. The Miami Dolphins, Justin Fields in relief of Andy Dalton, 14 for 20, 142 yards, 33 rush yards, two total touchdowns, Tua, 8 for 11 for 99 yards, and a pick in that contest. The Jets, Zach Wilson, I think he uh, settled some of the people that were doubting him by making some impressive throws in his debut, 6 for 9, 63 yards. And then also on the Giants side of things, as the Jets took out the Giants 12 to 7, Sandro Platzgummer, Gummer, one of the uh, European imports to the NFL. Four carries, 51 yards. Big carry in that game. Big run in that in that game. The Browns took out the Jags 23-13 in Trevor Lawrence's debut. Kyle Oletta. Remember Kyle Oletta? He went 19 for 27 in heavy duty for the Browns. 212 yards, two touchdowns. Lawrence was 6 for 9 with 71 yards. We'll get the thoughts from Tony Wiggins on Lawrence's performance. And then Patrick Mahomes. In short work was one for two for the Chiefs as they took out the Niners nineteen to sixteen. Mahomes just four yards on the day. Trey Lance a big touchdown pass in that game. He was five for fourteen with one hundred twenty eight yards in that score. Before we get into Tony Wiggins' thoughts on that, I need to tell you that Bet Online is the fastest, easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season's in full swing you got teams vying for the postseason. You can track all that action, betonline.ag. Get all your latest news, odds, info, sporting needs for MLB in the NFL, NBA, NHL, UFC, MMA. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop, your cell, and check out all the great news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Right now, there's a great sign-up bonus. It's a welcome bonus. Head over to the website. You sign up on your phone. You can get a 50% welcome bonus. If you put in $100, dollars you get $50 free to play around with bet online your online sports book experts now let's get into the debuts from trevor lawrence from justin fields from trey lance and zach wilson first it was trevor lawrence for the jags tony wiggins from locked on jags and of course the locked on nfl podcast gives his thoughts
1: trevor lawrence made his debut for jacksonville was not a huge night statistically But fans were happy and elated in the stadium that he actually got the start that Urban uh, Meyer announced yesterday uh, right before game time. How about six for nine for 71 yards? Held on the ball for a little bit too long a couple of times, took a sack or two, but made a great throw that showed you his upside, a 35-yard completion uh, in traffic to Marvin Jones Jr. So uh, nothing spectacular, but also nothing to uh, take your enthusiasm away for Trevor Lawrence here in Jacksonville. Six for nine for 71 yards in his debut against the Cleveland Browns.
0: So Also in that game, it was Tim Tebow making his debut at tight end. And if you haven't seen the video of him trying to make a block, it was one of the most pathetic attempts we've seen. He looked like a quarterback trying to block uh, an oncoming defender. Not the best effort from Tim Tebow uh, as he tries to convert from I guess minor league baseball player at this point to the tight end position before that. He was a, it was, he was a quarterback in urban Myers team uh, outside of the Trevor Lawrence debut. Not a whole lot of excitement. I think, as I said earlier, Zach Wilson, there were a lot of doubters, especially after his performance in a scrimmage a couple of days ago, uh, came out and made some really nice throws for the, for the New York jets. I think that maybe calmed The masses a little bit as far as Zach Wilson. I mean, he's still dealing with, you know, the roster there in, as far as gang greens concern, a lot of people excited about the rookie wide receiver and Elijah Moore and uh, Zach Wilson, I think uh did what he needed to do to kind of quiet the criticism right now before the season begins, but we'll see how the rest of his preseason plays out. Trey Lance, the big touchdown pass, but five for 14, you know, the big question about the North Dakota state quarterback is the accuracy, you know, can he be accurate on uh, you know, play by play basis uh, to be a starting caliber NFL quarterback, I think it's good that they have the option of Jimmy G to start off Trey Lance's career as he kind of marinates a little bit in the Bay Area. I think, and it's probably the right reason for, and this is my opinion only, that uh, Trey Lance needs needs a little time to kind of figure out the pro level. But like Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, and I'm going to throw Justin Fields into this conversation. All need to start day one. Justin Fields came in and was electric for the Chicago Bears. That was the most exciting debut of any of the rookie signal callers of the weekend. Justin Fields came out and balled out. You know, he, uh, he looked like, you know, he looked exactly like the be- best quarterback for Matt Nagy's offense that was available this offseason. He found it in Justin Fields. And I think it would be an absolute mistake for them to start Annie Dalton week one. I mean, Justin Fields has got a couple games, uh, a couple college seasons under his belt. This isn't Mistral Trubisky 2.0, where he only has 13 starts under his belt coming into the NFL, to the the NFL ranks. So, Justin Fields did it. Uh, Justin, The only thing I don't believe about Justin Fields is where he said that uh, he felt like the the pace of play out there was, uh, he felt like it was even kind of slow for his taste. Like, He's seen faster playing uh, speeds uh, than the NFL level. That's the only thing that I disagree with as far as Justin Fields. So those are your uh, your rookie debuts as far as the NFL preseason week one go. It's the Locked On NFL podcast. I'm your host, Bo Brock. Make sure you're following along on Twitter at Locked On Network. Of course, subscribe to our new YouTube page. We are putting up great daily content, including... Lockdown Fantasy Live coming Wednesday, August 18th at 9 Eastern. It's the Lockdown NFL Podcast now on YouTube. Please subscribe to get all our great daily content. We'll continue with more takeaways from preseason week one. Wrap up the weekend. Lots of great games. Lots of great takeaways, including did the Norland Saints, did they take the wrong approach in finding Drew Brees' successor after he retired this offseason? how their quarterbacks did. Ross Jackson, of course, locked on NFL and locked on Saints joins us. Plus the quarterback position for the Indianapolis Colts. They got good news last week that Carson Wentz could be ready for week one, but if he's not, who's going to step in and fill his starters, his starting role as the quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts. Evan Sidery is going to break down the Colts game against the Carolina Panthers from Sunday. It's all coming up right here on the lockdown NFL podcast. Let me tell you about the best tasting protein bar. On the planet, of course, I'm talking about Built Bar. Built Bar is the best-tasting protein bar. Not even close. They're doing taste tests where they're just crushing, in blind taste tests, actual candy bars. And you don't cut any corners as far as nutrition's concerned. Every Built Bar has at least 17 grams of protein. Only 130 calories, usually, and only 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs. Right now, go to the website. Save yourself some cash. Built.com. Using the promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your first order by using the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. I also want to tell you about Rock Auto. Why would you want to spend 30, 50, maybe even 100% more on the same auto parts from chain stores and car dealerships that you can save when you go to rockauto.com? Rock Auto is a family business. It's been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are always reliably low for every customer. They have everything you need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, now even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-navigate website and find a solution for your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck, and tell them that Locked On sent you. That'd be nice. That'd be a nice little touch. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Wrapping up the weekend of preseason action, and, man... It was Drew Locke balling out. Denver Broncos put up 33 points on the Minnesota Vikings. Drew Locke 151 yards in the air, two touchdowns. That offense goes as the third-year quarterback or entering third-year quarterback goes. Patrick Sertain, the rookie, Out of Alabama, pick six in the win. Kellen Mond, not impressive. The rookie out of Texas AM and six for 16, 53 yards. Also over the weekend, it was the Bengals taking out the world champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Jamar Chase, the fifth overall pick at LSU after sitting out last year. One target, one catch, 16 yards. There was no Joe Burrow as he recovers from the uh, knee surgery. Tom Brady, quick work, one for two, nine yards. Kyle Trash, the rookie out of Florida, got an invite to the Heisman Trophy Ceremony last year, four for 15, just 35 yards. It was the Raiders all over the Seahawks, 20 to seven. John Gruden continues to be the only guy on the planet that believes in Nathan Peterman. A lot of work. The only quarterback that went for the Raiders in that contest, 29 for 39, 246 yards, no touchdowns, and a pick in the victory. Uh, Not much going for the Seahawks in that contest. And then let's take a look at this. The Houston Texans. The Houston Texans were all over the Green Bay Packers and Jordan Love, who made his debut. Uh, The Texans won 26 to seven, but it was our first taste of the second year, soon to be second year quarterback, signal caller out of Utah State, that the Packers utilized their first round pick on. And uh, Jordan Love in that contest was 12 of 17. For 122 yards and a touchdown, Peter Bukowski from Lockdown Packers breaks down Love's the debut.
2: Jordan Love shined in his NFL debut. Was it outstanding? Was it extraordinary? No. But he went out. He made stick throws. He looked confident. He was hitting his back foot and firing. He goes 12 for 17 for 122 yards and a touchdown. That touchdown was a screen pass to Kylan Hill. And so it's not like this was some sort of virtuoso performance from Jordan Love. That's not what it needed to be. He made the plays that he needed to make, including a beautiful seam throw to Jay Sternberger to pick up a third and nine in the first half. Jordan Love showed why he was a first round pick. Is he anything more than that? Is he the heir apparent? Can he live up to the Air Jordan title? A lot more still to be decided there, but at least for a debut. It could have been a lot worse.
0: Wrapping up Saturday's large slate of preseason action was the battle for L.A. The Chargers head coach, new Chargers head coach, Brandon Staley, sitting all of his starters, taking out his former team, the one he was defensive coordinator for last year, the Rams. 13-6, to running back Larry Roundtree, 63 yards on the ground. The uh, recent draft pick out of Mizzou. Rams top pick, second rounder Tutu Atwell, two catches for 21 yards. And then uh, before that, earlier in the evening, it was the Ravens taking out the Saints, 17 to 14. Patrick Queen, Louisiana native son, of course, started LSU four tackles a sack. He's going to be a beast this season for the Ravens and then the Saints things did not look good for the Saints on offense we bring on our guy from locked on Saints of course locked on NFL Ross Jackson he joins us the locked on NFL podcast the day early Ross thanks for <laughs> joining us give me some some give me something encouraging f- about the Saints quarterbacks before we get into the bad stuff. I'll tell you what. I mean,
3: the thing I would say that's most encouraging is that this uh, quarterback battle is going down to the wire. And that means that the New Orleans Saints are really getting all the information that they can get before making a very well-educated decision on which one of these guys, Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston, is going to be the one to lead the way in 2021. So whenever the decision's made, at least you know the material is there for it to be made with.
0: The Lockdown NFL podcast now on YouTube and uh, earlier in the show or in one of our other videos, if you're subscribed, please do so. If you haven't, the Lockdown NFL podcast on YouTube, uh, I said, do not put too much stock into preseason. We're not going to overreact to preseason. But where is your hand as far as the, uh, the panic buttons concerned?
3: Oh, very little in terms of panic button. I mean, for me, like the the thing that I'm really looking forward to here and that I've been watching when it comes to the preseason is this quarterback battle, watching these quarterbacks under the lights and in full speed, as well as some of the other guys that are on sort of the roster bubble. I I don't really care about the the, the points, uh, you know, the, the final score, if you will. The six turnovers, though, very concerning, but it'll be interesting to see how they get those corrected going into next week's game against the Jags.
0: Yeah, a turnover from each of the three quarterbacks, including the rookie, rookie Ian Book. But is, is the best Saints offense, in your opinion, and this is just, you, you haven't said anything to me, but the, these the offense that would put both Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston on the field at the same time, potentially? Uh, I don't believe
3: that you're going to see that very much. Uh, There is, obviously, if Jameis Winston ends up winning this quarterback battle, then there will be packages for Taysom Hill, but it will not be a system that focuses solely on sort of a two-quarterback system consistently.
0: All right. Well, I mean, I was thinking more in the the gadget form as far as Taysom Hill, what we've known to see him actually thrive in that position, you know, playing all different spots on the offense. We've got the uh, the fantasy football show coming up on Wednesday, August 18th. Looking forward to it. Are you are you going to be a part of that? I will not be a part of it, but I'm going to be listening in for sure yeah.
3: because I'm very excited to hear if they're going to mention anything about Marquez Calloway, New Orleans wide <laughs> receiver. That looks like he's ready to be sort of the next big undrafted free agent receiver for New Orleans. So I'll be looking to see if his name pops up at all.
0: Absolutely. You got to check out the fantasy football show going on right here on the Locked On NFL YouTube Channel as well. Listen in and uh, yeah, little fun tidbits like that on Lockdown Saints every day with Ross Jackson. Of course, you can check him and Lucas Braun out tomorrow, right here on this show. Ross, thanks, man. Absolutely, buddy. Appreciate you. There was football yesterday on Sunday. It was the Colts taking out the Panthers, a game winning field goal with a few seconds left. Colts win 21, 18 of course. Nobody really cares about the final score, but when you look at this Colts team, they got the good news that Quentin Nelson and Carson Wentz the quarterback could be back. We start the season. So it's not a doomsday scenario, but we still are watching the quarterback position pretty closely here. It's a, Help us kind of figure it out, decipher that a little bit more. Lockdown Colts host Evan Sidery joins us here on the Lockdown NFL Podcast. Evan, what did you see from Jacob Eason and the rookie Sam Ellinger uh, yesterday as far as their performances?
1: Yeah, I was actually really impressed. Uh, Jacob Eason played the entire first half, then Sam Ellinger played the entire second half. So we didn't see Brett Hundley, I think, at this point. I wouldn't be surprised if Honley doesn't end up being on the roster in a couple weeks. weeks. It seems like they're really focused on getting Easton and Ellinger, all these reps in the midst of this quarterback battle for the backup spot behind Carson Wentz, or like you mentioned, potentially even the start of the first week or two of the season. So that's definitely something to watch out for there. And Easton actually was really impressive today. He put up really good numbers. He threw for 15 of 21 for 183 yards. He was sacked a couple of times, but it was mostly due to the left tackle issue that they have without Eric Fisher, Will Holden. Julian Davenport, Sam Tevy just were turnstiles. And it's not a good sign if Eric Christian's not back week one. So I have to imagine, honestly, that they're going to look on the outside. But Easton looked really good, even with they scattered off offensive line. Sam Ellinger had really good numbers for them. He was 10-15 for 155 yards, uh, 30 yards on the ground as well. He did throw a really bad interception. He rebounded from that, led a game-winning drive. So I'm actually really impressed. Against the NFL live-action preseason, both those guys did really well. And according to Frank Reich, Sam Ellinger and Eastern are going to flip roles next week, so Ellinger will start against Minnesota, and Easton will play the entire second half.
0: Yeah, you've got Easton with the strong arm, right? Uh, one of the best arms in the league, and then you have the uh, more of the athletic backup potential. And Sam Ellinger coming out of Texas, who whose skill set is a is a better backup option for Carson Wentz? I would honestly,
1: it's a toss-up to me. I think it all just depends on how they use the wideouts, honestly, because if they want to go deep down the field and really have a vertical spread offense, I would go with Jacob Eason. He has, quite honestly, the best arm talent of the entire 2020 draft class from last year. He has a, just a howitzer for an arm. We saw it a couple times today. He threw jump balls to Mike Strawn, Paris Campbell for 30-plus yards down the field. But if they want to go with more of a rhythmic 1-2 type of system that we saw at Phillip Rivers last year, where it's a lot of quick concepts, so a lot of Less aggressive throws that keep the ball out of harm's way. I would certainly go with Sam Ellinger, especially if they do have offensive line issues in the first part of the season. Ellinger has the mobility. He struggles a little bit from time to time, with accuracy, but he just has that moxie. Chris Bowden and Frank, I can mention the if factor that Ellinger's had since he was drafted. And he's shown it throughout training camp. He's pulled his way into a legit battle with Jacob Eason. And it, it was thought throughout the whole time that Eason would be the starter heading into week one.
0: It's gonna be a fun, interesting storyline to follow along with. Of course, you've got to listen to Locked On Colts. Follow along at Sidery at Locked On Colts as well on Twitter. Evan, thank you so much, man. Appreciate it, Bo. Week two, of the NFL preseason kicks off Thursday night in a matchup of a pair of former Super Bowl teams: New England and Philadelphia. We'll see if the Eagles decide to maybe throw it back run the Philly special in the exhibition contest that kicks off at seven 30 Eastern. Then you have a pair of games on Friday. Kyler Murray sat out the preseason opener for the Cardinals, but he's expected to suit up against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas city chiefs at eight Eastern. And then you have the Cincinnati Bengals taking on visiting the Washington football team pair of games on Friday night. That game also kicks off at eight Eastern five Pacific. Then you got a full slate Saturday bills on the road, taking on Justin Fields and the bears, Jets at Green Bay, 425 Eastern kickoff. You've got the Falcons. We'll see if we finally see Kyle Pitts, maybe some of the starters for the Falcons under new coach Arthur Smith. Miami hosts that game, 7 Eastern kickoff. Baltimore at Carolina, also 7 Eastern kickoff. Detroit, they visit Pittsburgh, 730 game. Tennessee at Tampa Bay, also at 7.30. Dallas hosts Houston at 8 Eastern. Indy on the road at Minnesota at 8 Eastern. And then you got a pair of late games. As Vegas visits the Rams, 10 Eastern kick. There's 7 in the West. And Denver and Seattle, another matchup of a pair of former Super Bowl teams. Seattle absolutely boat raced the Broncos in the Super Bowl way back when. That's going to do it for me, Bo Brock, on this edition of the Locked On NFL podcast. Make sure you're following along. On Twitter, at Lockdown Network. Also, of course, you're subscribed to our YouTube channel, at Lockdown NFL. Get ready for the fantasy football team. We've got our fantasy football show coming up on our YouTube channel, on our podcast, wherever you subscribe, on Wednesday night, August 18th. Tomorrow, of course, Lucas Braun, Ross Jackson, they're going to hook you up with Fantasy Football Insight, as well as all the latest news from around the NFL, all right here on the Locked On NFL podcast. Make sure you're following me on Twitter, at bobracK. Have a great rest of your Monday. Have a great week. I'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening.